Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, y'all? We are back with another edition of the DNBR Rams podcast. I am Justin Michael, and I am here to break down the most successful recruiting day in CSU football history. The Rams landed not one, but two big-time skill prospects. Both of these guys have significant P5 interests. Both of them could play anywhere in the country. They are electing to take their talents to Fort Collins to play for the Colorado State Rams under Jay Norvell. This staff continues continues to kill it. I'm really looking forward to diving into all of this. At the very end, we'll also talk about San Diego State, who seemingly has to come back to the Mountain West with their tail tucked between their legs. As I've said repeatedly over the last couple of weeks, it really seemed like the Aztecs were overplaying their hands. I didn't understand why they were doing all of this publicly, especially given the uncertainty of the Pac-12 media deal being able to come together which that conference had said repeatedly they can't focus on expansion until they figure out the media deal. So just a lot going on, a lot to dive into. If you're an Aztecs fan, probably not having as good of a day as if you're a Rams fan because Jalen Dupree and Jordan Ross both verbally committed today. I'm going to talk about all of it, but real quick, do got to pay the bills. And when you get hurt, Backus and Shanker is here to help. Backus and Shanker wins for Colorado families. They've been helping those who are seriously injured in Colorado for more than 25 years. They're free until they win money in your case. No upfront fee to speak with you about your case. No fee while they work on your case. No fee unless they win your case and win money for you. Backus and Shanker has won over $1 billion for their clients. Now with even more locations serving all of Colorado, including neighborhood offices in Denver, Aurora, Inglewood, and Fort Collins. Backus and Shanker has the strength and power to win your case with more than 30 lawyers and 100 staff. Backus and Shanker helps with all kinds of injury cases when you weren't at fault. Car accident, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrians, trucks. They can even help if you're injured at work. Call Backus and Shanker at 222-2222 to find out if you have a case for free. Backus and Shanker wins. Also, professional rugby has returned to Rugby Town USA as your hometown American Raptors have begun its six-match homestand against six South American rugby teams that make up the brand-new Super Rugby America's competition. Find the full schedule at AmericanRaptors.com. Also, check out the weekly DNVR Rugby podcast hosted by my main man, Colton Strickler. He has 101 Rugby Pods, which is a great way to learn the sport. He has exclusive interviews with athletes, coaches. He provides betting advice, really everything you could need as a rugby fan that's in the know or somebody that's trying to get in the know. Follow him at Colton Strickler as well as DNVR underscore rugby to keep up with all of that. Tickets are just $10 and 12 and under are free at all American Raptors matches. If you can't make it, watch all of the matches live on ESPN+. And if you didn't get the ticket you wanted as an elite athlete, check out the opportunities at Infinity Park. Rugby may just be your next ride. 
The American Raptors take athletes from all backgrounds and all sports. They already possess all the necessary skills to excel at the game of rugby. They come to Infinity Park, they learn them, and there have been a ton of uh, success stories. Anyways, one more time, shout out the homies over at American Raptors. Shout out my main man, Colton Strickler. And shout out this CSU football staff because they are on one right now. They are in their bag. Three-star running back Jalen Dupree at a Malvern High School in Malvern, Arkansas, announced his commitment to the Rams this morning. Then four-star wide receiver Jordan Ross at a Warren High School in California announced his commitment as well. I projected on my podcast earlier this week that I expected these guys to commit on Friday, but man, it feels good for it to happen in reality. We'll try not to get too repetitive here because I've talked about both of these guys in the past, but you never know who listened to what episode. So uh, Jalen Dupree, as I've talked about on 247 Sports, he is listed as the number 13 prospect out of the state of Arkansas, the only player in the top 15 not currently committed to a P5 247 had Arkansas and Kansas State as the programs most likely to land him. Also has an offer from Boston College, Purdue, Air Force, UNLV, among others. But this is a guy who has done nothing but produce his entire career. Over the last two seasons, 530 carries, 8.4 yards per carry. That's insane with that type of workload. He's coming off of a junior year in which he rushed for 2,828 yards, 41 touchdowns over 14 games. He averaged 202 yards per game and did not have a single outing in which he did not go over 100 yards. To have that type of consistency at a varsity level is just absurd. But honestly, when you watch him on huddle, it makes sense because it feels like every single clip is him breaking off a 40-plus yard touchdown run. He's slippery in the open field. He has great vision, great patience. He lets his blockers develop, but he hits the hole hard. He's too big if you try and arm tackle him. He's just going to go through you, and once he gets past you, you're not going to be able to catch up. I mean, he's a true bell cow, the type of running back you used to see in the 80s where running backs were all the rage. And honestly, I don't say this very often, but it really is the case with both Dupree and Jordan Ross. I think these are going to be guys that are going to be able to contribute pretty early on, maybe even day one, because these are prospects with NFL-type traits, NFL-level athleticism. And it's why with Jalen Dupree, you're seeing the type of interest he has from a school like Boston College, from Kansas State. These are programs that typically run the ball really well. And I know we don't always focus on the ground component with the air raid, but especially in this adaptation under Matt Mummy, which features components from the pistol, specifically so that you can run the ball more effectively while still having the air raid principles, having a guy like Dupree who can come in day one and just very likely produce that's such a massive advantage and what we're seeing under this staff is that they're able to land a different caliber of athlete than what we've seen in previous years and that's all while csu has had five consecutive losing seasons with three different head coaches imagine what they can do if they establish some consistency and some success here get some continuity going the sky's the limit and we're seeing that under jay norvell Uh, Just some basic info on Jordan Ross to keep everybody in the loop. Again, don't want to get too repetitive. Four-star wide receiver out of Warren High School in Downey, California. He has a composite score of .9083 on 247 Sports, which dropped overnight, by the way. As is, he would still be the second highest rated recruit all time to sign with CSU. But when I was looking at it last night, I was talking with my buddy Nicholas Toffelmeyer, aka Daily Adam Thistlewood, and 
he pointed out that at that time, Ross's composite score was 0.9161, and that would have made him the highest-rated recruit, assuming he signed, to sign with a Mountain West program since 2014. I mean, at the end of the day, probably not the biggest deal in the world. All of the hype when it comes to recruiting can get a little bit carried away anyways. I just think it's ridiculous, and it wouldn't have happened to Ross had he committed to Michigan State instead. But as soon as a guy commits to a G5 school, all of a sudden they lose a star. Their rankings go down from the, the writers on the sites. It's, it's silly. But regardless of what his composite score is, whether it's 0.9161, which is what it was when I looked the other night, or what it is now, 0.9083, still one of the most highly coveted prospects to ever be in the mix with CSU. He has offers from Auburn, Michigan State, Notre Dame, CU. And it makes sense because when you watch him, he has the type of blazing speed where it doesn't even look like he's breaking a sweat, just out there dusting dudes, completely gapping them. And he could be, you know, texting while he's doing it. It could, you know, be like a cartoon or something, making a sandwich while he's running. That's how easy he makes it look. That's how fluid he is in the open field. When it comes to the vertical game, I don't think there are any questions about it translating. I don't think there are any questions about him being able to have success from day one. What's really encouraging to me, though, is he's a four-down type receiver. He's effective in the screen game. He can make yards after the catch. He, you know, he's got some wiggle to him. And he's a good route runner. He's dangerous over the middle. He shows an understanding of space, you know, when to slow down to give the quarterback an opportunity to hit him in stride in between the safety and the, and the corner. Just little savvy, nuanced things you notice with his game where it's not just all raw athleticism. Yeah, the raw athleticism is incredible. As I've said a million times, you can't teach that type of stuff. The thing is, though, at the D1 level, there's a lot of great athletes. Now, certainly, some guys are, are more noteworthy than others, and I think that's the case with both Dupree and Ross. Their athleticism, it jumps off the chart. But their football IQ stands out, too, and I think that's really encouraging. It is a small sample size, albeit I always talk about that. You got to take huddle with somewhat of a grain of salt. You're only going to put your best plays on there. It's a limited sample size. But when you look at the numbers and when you look at the highlights, it's just hard not to be really excited. He was impacted, Ross, I mean, by a broken collarbone, suffered early in the season in 2022, still managed to finish with 25 catches, 418 yards, and six touchdowns. I mean, when he's healthy, I just don't have any questions about his abilities. That doesn't mean it's a guarantee that he's going to be a superstar or anything like that. He still has to sign, obviously, hopefully in December. And then even then, you got to come to campus. You got to earn it. Nothing is going to be handed out. The competition is going to be fierce at wide receiver. But adding these type of athletes to the program, that's how you drastically raise your ceiling as a team. And that's how you turn around the losing and how you finally start being the explosive unit that we all envisioned when Norvell was hired. It's, it's easier said than done, clearly. Offense was certainly a struggle for the Rams last year, but I expect a much more competent unit moving forward, particularly now that it's mostly just going to be Norvell guys, basically exclusively. But to be able to land a player of Jordan Ross's caliber going into year two after a struggle of a year, I just think it's a testament to what this staff is building, the type of coaches that we have here in Fort Collins now. Chad Savage, James Finley, Marcus Patton, and these guys, they're always on the road. They're dedicated to their craft, and 
They're establishing the type of relationships with families that are necessary to be able to sign these type of big time prospects or to at the very least, you know, recruit them. And it can be a bit of a cliche at times, but a lot of cliches in sports are true. And recruiting is the lifeblood of a program. And right now, the Rams, this staff, they're recruiting at a level that's pretty much unprecedented in CSU history. At least the modern history, you know, last 15, 20 years, Sonny pulled a lot of guys and it is tough because they didn't have the rankings in the 90s. But for the first time in a long time, it just feels like CSU is consistently recruiting the type of talent that it takes to be competitive, that it takes to be in contention. And I love to see the way this staff grinds, the way that they establish relationships with families and players and high school coaches on the road. I love the NFL principles with which Jay Norvell operates, how they're looking for guys with those plus traits, the aspects that you can't coach. They don't necessarily need ready-made guys, especially in the trenches where you're going to have some time to develop them anyways. But with some of these skill players, they're going to have an opportunity to come in and be impactful from day one. I think that's going to be the case this year with a guy like Damian Henderson. We saw it last year with Justice Ross Simmons. And that's not to say it doesn't take a couple weeks to get your feet underneath you. But I think it's safe to say that wide receiver U is officially back, baby. And I can't wait to see these guys, both of them. I'm really excited about Jalen Dupree. And I think to an extent, he's getting a little bit overshadowed just given the the recruiting status of Jordan Ross. But I think both of these players are massive wins for the staff. And I genuinely believe that this is, if not the most successful, one of the most successful recruiting days in the history of this program. Shout out to Jay Norvell. Shout out to Chad Savage, Brett Cumnock, James Finley, all of these guys on staff. I mean, Marcus Patton, I think, I think I've mentioned him doing big time things on the recruiting trail and just maximizing CSU's potential that using its advantages in a way that we just have not seen in recent years. It really feels like they're finally taking advantage of the on-campus stadium, of the resources that we have to offer. I mean, if you get kids on campus, when they see the views from Canvas looking west, they see the sunsets in Fort Collins, Old Town, the Oval, it's over. But in order to get a four-star prospect or a three-star running back with significant P5 interest on campus, you have to establish those relationships in the first place, and you have to be willing to try. And while I don't want to be disrespectful to anybody that worked in the program in previous years, because I understand you know, there were plenty of individuals that busted their tail. It just feels like as a whole, this staff tries so much more. And it may not happen overnight. I'm not saying all of a sudden CSU is going to go 10 and 2 this fall. But we are going to see that translate to success because recruiting really is the lifeblood of a program. Look no further than CSU men's basketball. And when that staff came in under Medved and they started making a significantly increased effort compared to what we had seen under Eustace, And all of a sudden you're landing Isaiah Stevens and David Roddy. And after a little bit of period of transition, you start winning. No, they didn't win in the NCAA tournament like we hope to see, but you know, who knows, maybe this year's the year. But my point is you can see that direct translation of effort on the recruiting trail and team success. I will add that culture is always a bit of a buzzword, but probably the most underrated component of that process. And that's something you don't really have to worry about with Medved or Norvell. That's huge. But just what a day. What a damn good day to be a Ram. It's always a good day to be a Ram. We're always proud to be. But Friday, June 30th, 2023, it's especially sweet today.
All right, we're going to wrap up with the latest staff news for CSU men's basketball. After that, we'll talk a little bit about San Diego State, though I'll probably save a lot of that for this weekend. I'll also be catching up with former CSU running back Ajon Vivens this weekend. He is transitioning into a career of hip-hop, so looking forward to uh, getting into that with him. But with the 4th of July coming up, there's no better time to grab a 12-pack of Breckenridge Brews This month, I'm big on the Mountain Beach Sour, but you really cannot go wrong with any beer because they have one for any occasion. There's no better way to watch a game than having an ice-cold Breck brew. And ultimately, it all comes down to their love and passion for making good beer. They've now got slushies at the Breckenridge Farmhouse, which is a great place to spend an evening. The food is fire. I highly recommend the burger or the wings. Uh, Also, check out the Breck Beer Locator at breckbrew.com. It will take all the inconvenience out of beer shopping, tell you the closest liquor store, grocery store, whatever uh, near you that offers the amazing product that is Breck Brew. Finally, take on the sun with gear that's built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an affordable price. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn. Durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. And that's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. So if you lose or break your pair, even day one, they're going to send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase. You can shop the entire collection at the Park Meadows Mall, a full-stop shop for all things Shady Rays. If you don't love your Shady Rays, exchange for a new pair or return them free within 30 days. No risk when you shop. Again, their team always has your back. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays giving out the best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com, use the code DNVR for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Also, the Shady Rays Independence Day sale is live right now. Go to ShadyRays.com, get up to 50% off single pairs of sunglasses. Shout out the homies over at Shady Rays. They always do it right. They are really great to us and uh, really appreciate them. All right, so Steve Ivey actually broke this on my podcast when we were doing the off-season update last week, but Taylor Sinclair is coming over from Texas Tech. She will be the new men's basketball director of operations, spent the last eight years in Lubbock. This is a quote from the press release from Nico Medved. Taylor is a rising star, and we are thrilled to welcome her to Fort Collins in the program. She brings years of experience from her time at Texas Tech, including their Final Four run, The role of director of operations is a huge part of any program. We are fortunate to have someone like Taylor in the position. With her role, she'll be overseeing the day-to-day operations of the program, including budgeting, traveling, and coordinating the daily schedule. These are all things she had experience with the Red Raiders doing uh, during her tenure. That team achieved a ton of success. They made five NCAA tournaments. They reached the Sweet 16 three times. They made the Elite Eight twice. And of course, they reached the National Championship game in 2019. Adding somebody like that who has been a part of that program is a big win for CSU, especially because as Steve Ivey said on the podcast, I want to make sure I give him proper credit, she could have gone to UNLV. Instead, she's coming to CSU. And I would argue that this has been about as successful of an offseason as CSU could have hoped for. I think you have a couple of really important staff additions. You get a coach who can come help you work with the bigs and Tim Shelton. He steps down from a P5 program to come join CSU. That already looks good. Now you have somebody coming over from tech. That looks great as well. Recruiting-wise, they knocked it out of the park. The only guy they really weren't able to land that they wanted is Cam Martin, who did unfortunately end up at Boise. 
They've recruited him like three times over the years, multi-time transfer. Isaiah coming back, obviously another massive win. It's just been a really good offseason for CSU men's hoops. All right, before we get out of here, uh, Ross Dellinger reported this afternoon the news from the Pac-12 board meeting, or more like the non-news, signals that San Diego State is likely at some point soon to reaffirm its position with the Mountain West, that its original letter to the conference was not, in fact, a formal withdrawal. I had said repeatedly that I felt like San Diego State going public was just them overplaying their cards, and now it's really backfired in a major way. You're going to have a league that really resents you. You still probably feel somewhat confident about getting into the Pac-12 if you're San Diego State, but it certainly isn't a guarantee because they're going to want to be able to add somebody if they do want to expand for this current a TV deal and San Diego state, they're not going to be able to afford that $34 million buyout. Their AD has gone on record and said they can't afford it point blank period. So it really seems like San Diego state, at least for the next two years to the end of this TV contract will be in the mountain West. And who knows what the landscape's going to look like a couple of years from now, maybe all of a sudden San Diego state's not the, the darling that they are. They had a lot of momentum coming off of that national championship, but football wise, I don't think they carry quite the same prestige and things change in a hurry. The conversation changes in a hurry. And that's why, again, these are not new points that I'm making, but these next couple of years are so massively important for CSU football. That's why it's really exciting to see you're finally having the recruiting success. You just got to hope that, it finally contributes to wins on the field. They can't keep losing every game that matters, every rivalry game, every bowl game. I mean, it's been 20 years since they won the Mountain West. They had a good chance in 2014, 2017, I guess, as well. But the time to win is now. The time to take advantage of all these resources of the northern Colorado growing market, the state's growth as a whole. It, it's right now. Hopefully, when it's all said and done, whatever league CSU is in, whether it's the current Mountain West plus a couple of Pac-12 holdovers like Washington State and Oregon State, or if they're in a, a new conference altogether that forms out of this, just hopefully it's a better spot than if they get left behind. That's really all you can hope for at this point. I mean, I don't think getting added to the Big 12 without Oklahoma or Texas or getting added to the US or getting added to the Pac-12 without USC or UCLA feels quite the same as it would have 10 years ago. But you just want to factor into whatever version of college football we end up with and hope that you're in a conference that on this side of the country is relevant because I think you do have an opportunity. It's probably easier to break out as a program on this side just given you don't have as much competition. And I mean that by the amount of schools that have programs out here, not talent or anything like that. Anyways, Mountain West Media Days, Pac-12 Media Days coming up in a month. They're going to be really interesting to see how this all plays out. Probably going to be some very awkward uh, backroom conversations going on between admin. But regardless of what happens, you know, I will be keeping you guys up to date with the latest information on CSU, the Mountain West, all things in between. I appreciate all of you guys sincerely for supporting my content. You make my dreams come true. It's a scary time to be in sports media. You see all this, all these layoffs at ESPN and these big time names. And, you know, it's kind of hard not to have a, just some imposter syndrome, but I really appreciate everybody that supports my content. You guys have for years. The Rams community has always done right by me. I certainly work my ass off to try to do everything that I can for you guys. But I just hope that everybody knows what this community means to me. It's 
a lifelong dream to be able to get to do this for a living. I have loved CSU my entire life. I love being able to create things for people that love CSU. But at the end of the day, I'm, I'm nothing without my Ramily. So shout out to all of you. Much love, y'all. Enjoy the weekend. Stay safe out there. Peace. Crazy, probably never make it when well, you listening to that right now.